0: Are you keen on starting a quiet time with your husband where you get in the word, pray, speak about the Lord and what He's saying to you, but you actually have no idea how to do this? Well, listen on, folks, because after 13 years, I don't want to jinx it, but I finally think that we've got it. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hey there. You're listening to Mama's Mission, a podcast that unpacks the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with the Lord while doing all we do in this crazy thing we call mamahood. So if you're looking for a place to get inspired about discipling your kids, get some actual tools to do so and to make your journey as a mama that little bit simpler, you've come to the right place. I'm Deb, and I can't wait to journey with you as we unpack our missions as mamas together. Hey, lovely listener! Thanks so much for joining me today, listening to the latest episode of Mamas Mission. Of being loving the feedback I'm receiving from you guys. It would be mind-blowingly awesome if you could take the time to do what so many podcasters ask of their listeners and get them to leave a review. That would just mean the absolute world to me. And just so we could get the word out there that, um, yeah, if this is impacting you in some way, this could impact someone else. <laughs> Before we get into the episode, just a disclaimer. Here at Mama's Mission, my heart is to inspire you to disciple your kids. However, I think it's safe to say you can't disciple that well if you're not doing what you should to further your walk with the Lord. After all, we do lead by example. We may not want to actually admit that, but we do, whether good or bad. I've already shared in episode two what my morning routine looks like my quiet time with the Lord. However, as of late, it has changed. I've mixed it up a little bit and I've got to say, I think the change is for the better. So in today's episode, we are going to unpack quiet times as a couple. I may have mentioned that my husband and I have been married for 13 years. Well, Okay, technically 13 years next week, but yeah, 13 years. And only recently have we come to actually have a quiet time together and pray together. A lot of you might be listening thinking, what kind of Christians are these guys? Not praying together or having a quiet time together? I know, I know, like we always hear that this is something that we should do, but we just had never been able to nail this don't get me wrong, it's not like we didn't do these things as individuals. We totally did. We just didn't really know how to do it together. And I always thought if I had my quiet time individually, it was just another thing to add to the list to do a devotional with my husband. And I think he felt the same. Therefore, we just never got around to it or we got around to it sporadically. So it wasn't that effective. And it was always something that niggled in the back of my head like I would look at other couples and they had this awesome prayer life together praying for their kids and their work and the world around them and I was thinking oh my goodness like I totally suck in this area like we really need to pull up our socks and do something about this so you may be thinking oh sorry on the flip side you may be thinking girl there ain't nothing crazy about that I'm all ears and I want to know how my other half and I can do that too Well, you are in for a treat if you're of the latter, or even if you're, you know, a super pro at this, because we have got ourselves into a routine of spending time together with God, and I wanted to share it with you. To give you a bit of a background, as I mentioned, this hasn't been the strong point of ours, but friends of ours who... Haven't been walking with the Lord for that long. Mentioned they get up at 5.30 every weekday morning to spend time together in their word and pray. And I thought, okay, I want me some of that. So I did what any nosy person would do. And I asked them what they did and how they did it. I It was a bit embarrassing, but I almost drilled them. I wanted all of the details. And I did this with my husband right next to me. And it's like a f- switch was flicked. And the next day, we decided to give it a shot. And we've actually stuck with it. Okay, it's not been like months and months, but it has been oh a few weeks now. And i got to say, I'm loving it. And so is my husband. So without further ado, how about we get into the nitty gritty of how this actually works. My husband leaves for work at 6.15am and he gets home at 5pm. We've found that evenings don't really work for us, for things like devotionals or anything, as we're tired, not in the best form, and so we've ruled out evenings. I'm pretty sure you've heard if you have kids about witching hour, and ain't that the truth? Five o'clock, you got to get food on the table. Yeah, not feeling the most holy of holies, and then when Ken's is finally put to bed, we just want to relax, kick our feet up, maybe watch a movie. So, yeah, evenings have been ruled out. So that leaves mornings. As you may know, I love getting up before my daughter. Okay, maybe not three hours beforehand, but you got to do what you got to do. So we get up at 5 a.m. Yes, that's right, 5 a.m. We make our way downstairs, put the kettle on. And individually read what we want to read. I read the word. I've finally decided. Okay, oh man, totally painting a bad picture here. Walked with the Lord for a long time. I've finally decided to put my big girl panties on. And I'm going to read the whole Bible in a year. So I follow the plan in my Bible. Okay, sure, I was inspired in July to do this. But I'm still doing it. So every day I have my plan in it requires going all over the Bible, but I'm really enjoying it, as well as doing extra um like a what I normally do by focusing on a book and reading a chapter. And then doing my journaling as well and gratitude and all that jazz, which was mentioned in episode two, which I'll link in the description. Anyway, Pete's got his own thing. Um he has a devotional of Smith Wigglesworth and goes through that and then he reads his word. When he's finished, he usually finishes a little bit before me. He gets up to make his breakfast and the coffee if it hasn't been made by then and his lunch. And that's usually my cue to chat about what we've actually read. He shares something of interest that he's read and I do the same. So I guess an example would be the other day, I think I was reading, and we were reading about David and his wives and Solomon, and I could, I swore that Solomon was was Bathsheba's son, and yeah, in my Bible it said her name was something different, so we were having like this big on discussion about who she was and who Solomon was, and yeah, it turned out her name was just, I think it was Beth, gap Sheba or something like that in my bible and i was like why don't they just have the same name consistently all throughout it but anyway that confused me for a bit but God, old google set me right and it was awesome to have that kind of more in-depth discussion i don't know about you but we don't really have those chats everyday chats you know usually it's like Um, what's for dinner, picking up kids, what are we doing on the weekend, that kind of jazz. But to actually have more of an in-depth discussion about something in the Bible, I don't know, just blew my mind because we don't normally have those chats. Well, we never did, but we are starting to know now and I'm loving it. And then we chat about what we want to pray about and we pray. And it's really cool. Like I just love the whole routine. It's really simple. It doesn't have to take that long, but we just really enjoy it. It's a great way to spend time together in the morning, spending time with the Lord and then spending time together. And then after we've prayed about things, we just have a general chit-chat, like what's coming up on the weekend or how's work actually going. Because a lot of the times, Pete arrives home from work and then we talk about our day a little bit, But then you're interrupted by a five-year-old who wants her papa's attention and that's completely understandable but we can't really have those more in-depth discussions about I don't know what's happening work-wise and what is he struggling with and what I'm struggling with and you know we're just something that we're battling at the moment is um well not battling but you know trying to decide what we're going to do with Kenzie like education wise next year and it's really really awesome because that's usually something that I would spend time by myself journaling and spend time with the Lord get an answer Pete would trust that answer and then we'd go with it whereas now he's like now nah, this totally needs to be both of us we need to be praying about this together getting the same word and it's I don't know it's just really brought us closer together sounds really corny but yeah totally totally would recommend it (laughs) anyway that's really about it for our morning routine our quiet time it's nothing mind-blowingly amazing it's simple but super effective before I finish though I really want to share what I think the key things are to this being effective and actually working. So I've got a few points here. Number one, be prepared to make sacrifices. I know I may lose a bit of sleep, but it is actually really, really worth it. Pete said a couple of times that he loves me getting up with him and that I would actually do that for him to sacrifice my sleep. I'm not adverse to getting up early in the morning as I've mentioned I love getting up before Kenzie does because I love getting stuff done in the morning before she wakes but yeah it's just super special to spend that time together in the morning. Number two still do your own thing. We read our own thing oh sorry we read our own thing but then we come back together. I think thought at one stage that we should be reading the same piece of scripture and unpacking that together and we have done that in the past but I read a lot faster than Pete and I usually get bored waiting so we found that really doesn't work for us it works so much better when we both get our own set things we're both reading the word we're just not necessarily reading the same thing and It's still something that I can get his perspective on or vice versa because if I read a piece of text and I really didn't understand what it was getting at, I could ask him what his opinion was and vice versa. So we often do that and so I think for us, it really works having our own things and then we come together afterwards and it really works as well because I'm the kind of person that loves reading And when I read, I don't really like to be interrupted that much. So if Pete was constantly like, oh, let me tell you about this and let me tell you about this during my reading, I think I'd get really frustrated. And we're at that stage in our marriage where he'd just have to look at that real stink look on my face and be like, oh, it's okay. I'll wait to share what I want to share later. So we usually, the way it works for us is we don't really interrupt too much and then after, you know, we've done our reading and what have you, that's when we kind of regroup and talk about what we've read and go from there. Number three, we chat together. You could either do this throughout the whole time, like I mentioned, which would probably not work for us, or mainly at the end like we do. Either way, I love it. I don't know if you can relate, but I feel with a child around, you can't really have those, like I mentioned, those really in-depth chats, and when she is in bed finally, we're either busy or we're too tired, so we kind of want to zone out in front of a movie, so this is an absolutely perfect time to have those more intense discussions, not maybe like too intense, where Pete ends up being really late for work, but it's a good opportunity to have those discussions where you may not have them or you may be like me and it's 10.30, 11 o'clock at night when we're just about to get into bed or we are in bed, I bring up like, hey, I just wanted to chat to you about something. Peter's like, oh, dang it. And that's his cue to kind of flick on the light because he knows that if he keeps the light off and I talk about something more intense and he starts snoring, which P.S. happens all the time, um, it's not going to get, it's going to get real ugly. <laughs> um, I know I'm not the only person that does that, but yeah. In fact, I was just talking to a friend today about that and sometimes her and her husband felt like ships in a passing night and I could totally relate. And, you know, you just don't have those times to chat until when you get into bed. And by then, one or the other is absolutely wasted. So you're not really going to get that much out of the other person. So by having our quiet time in the morning, when we're uh, usually fresh, that's when I think it's the perfect time to have more of an in-depth chat. Number, where are we up to? Number four and how to actually make this work, um, pray, you got to chat about what you want to pray about too, and use it as as a time to pray for your kids and each other, I love this part, I think I've mentioned in the previous episode about how praying for my children is not my forte, or yeah, it's really not a strength, and I don't know, I think Peter is better at it than I am, but I really, really want to be praying for our daughter a lot more than what I am it felt like when she was in the womb and we finally conceived her after five years of trying I prayed my little heart out to conceive her then we conceived her I prayed for her heaps when she was in the womb after that not that much and yeah I don't know I think it's really slack so it's really cool to have my Buddy with me you know he loves her just as much as i do and we're praying about her together i think it's really really special um i think we're only really up to three four five point five include coffee it kind of goes without saying really especially if you're us but it's a really good idea to you know it's just i don't know it's nice like sitting down with a cuppa and your bible and i don't know it's just nice i i That's all I want to say on it. (laughs) You don't have to have coffee if you don't want to, but yeah, it's just a nice way to start the day. Number six is share with your kids that this is an important time for you both and you're not to be interrupted. We live in a tiny house and even though our daughter's room is far away from the lounge and soundproofed, she does tend to hear us a bit. So she is, on those mornings, going to get up a little bit earlier. We've got a rule that her light doesn't go on until 7am, um, and then she can play until about 8 when she's out of her room. So if she gets up at 6, she's got a while to wait. I mean, sometimes we make allowances, but yeah, we've also told her like sometimes she just wants to come down and be part of it because, I don't know, she's got massive FOMO, but you know, we've made it really clear to her that this is really important for our marriage. This is really important for her. She may not understand it, but, you know, we need to be in a really good place together. And this is a time that we do not want to be interrupted at all. And she's quite respectful of that. You know, she's, I think if you make that, that boundary quite clear And just enforce it, like she'll come down every now and then like, I just want to huggle or I want a drink of water. And, you know, it just, yeah, we're just like, no, go, like back to bed. And she she does usually comply. (laughs) Heck, I've got these, I don't know why I did numbers because, yeah, they're bullet pointed on my page. But anywho, the next number, I think this is the last one anyway, and how to actually make this really effective with your quiet time as a couple, is to be prepared. So have your tools like your Bible, your devotional on hand. Uh, It makes it so much easier to have the things needed. You just grab them and then you crack into it. Ours are in the cupboard downstairs. Usually we make our way down, grab them out, sit on the couch, boom, we get into it. There's no mucking about trying to find trying to find where did I put my Bible, where did I put that book, like, you're just going to end up wasting time, so usually I just leave them downstairs from now on, and yeah, we just go with it, it's awesome, also, it's really important to make sure you get to bed at a reasonable time, so that comes into the whole being prepared, so get to bed at a reasonable time the night before, Um, I am so not the person to be preaching this, because I can't tell you how many times I think it'll be fine the next day that alarm goes off. Maybe not so much. We've had a late one. The alarm goes off. I think you can see where it goes. Our quiet time's not achieved that morning together. Actually, that totally happened this morning. And despite the fact that we haven't been at this for that long. We both really missed our time together. And that time getting in our word together, I don't know, it just sets you up for the day really, really well. Sets me up for my day spending time in the word, praying, spending time with the Lord, and and connecting with my husband. And I think Pete felt the same way. So yeah, we really missed it. I hope that from this you've been You're feeling inspired to start a quiet time if you haven't already with your other half. And if you actually already do this, I'd love to get any further tips on how you make the time better or more effective. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Again, I'm loving hearing what you guys are saying and how these episodes are impacting you. Please share them. Contact me on Instagram. It's probably where you'll find me at a dash of depth. Or please write a review. In fact, yeah, it's something that we always say, like podcasters always say to do. And not many people do. But how many of us are actually sold on reviews? I know I am a big one. So actually, maybe when I get finished this recording, I'm going to totally, because I like binge listen to podcasts, I'm going to totally like throw out a few reviews. Because how can I ask for reviews if I'm not even giving them? So yep. Yeah. I'm going to hand out some reviews, but I would love it if you could give me one. That would be awesome. Have an awesome day today. Again, that word again. (laughs) And yeah, until next time. That does it for this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to Mama's Mission. And if you like what you heard, it would be awesome if you gave us a review. Catch you next week.